All right, so Vinay, tossing it to you. What's our what's our first topic? Well, um, let's go ahead and update our our supporters. You know about what happened. Um, we're we're already an hour and a half into this, and um, we we just realized that we weren't recording. So we're starting this over. We got to do intros. A, a you guys special kind of the video. most important thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Damari just came out to us. So, so I mean, congratulations, Damari. <laughs> Come on, clap it up and they clap it up for Damari. No. Oh my God. We're going to edit that out. So continue, Vinay. Yeah, so I'm Vinay once again, coming to you live from my very small room in Florida. Um, take freaking two. Damari, Joe, you guys can introduce yourselves. Damari here, music lover, fellow audiovisualist. That's me, Joe. Joe, also known as Cozy, colonizer, horseback rider, uh, mullet wearer, and Damari hating ass nigga. Yes, that's what I go by. That's what I do. All right, for sure. Love that. So, guys, I'm going to go ahead and start off the topics. We're going to up the energy. This is a very recent thing in the span of two days that I wanted to talk about. And it's kind of the whole thing going on with Azalea Banks and the, the, the fact that she's having a complete mental breakdown right now. I think she posted... I mean, I could catch you up to speed. I'm sure Damari knows who she is, too. But um, it's basically... Yeah, she's an artist slash... Well, I'm not going to call it an internet troll, but she has been known to say a lot of off-the-wall stuff. But um, she basically came onto her uh, social media platform saying that she's done with the world. You know, when she leaves this earth, the people on this planet will probably know a better perspective on who she is and what she was really trying to say. But basically suicidal thoughts. And I saw a lot of people on social media dogging her out. You know what I mean? Uh, But... A lot of people also pointed out that when Kanye often has his mental breakdowns, it's pray for Kanye, it's give the man some compassion. But a lot of times we don't show black women that same type of compassion. And so I'm just wanting to know your guys' thoughts. Yeah, can you guys see those uh, those posts on her Instagram story that I shared? Yep. Can you see it, Damari? Yes, I can see it, Joe. How about you read it for us? Ah, uh, damn, I wish I could, but I didn't pass third grade. Joe, read it for nobody. Read. I'm a read it, Joe. Read it. (laughs) We gonna stay here for a minute because I read his shit. (laughs) Are you gonna read it, Joe? No. You can't. I don't even know who this is. This is Azalea Banks. Who? What is she in? Like, what? What does she have any music out there, or does she is she in any? We're we're talking about her post now, Joe. But I want to know who she is before I get into her post because I really don't know who this is. Demar, can you get can you get everybody up to speed on who Azalea Banks is? We got to get Azalea Banks is a music artist. I'm semi familiar with her music. I just know her more for her social media antics. She's she's she said things about Nicki Minaj that aren't the nicest. She said things about Cardi B that aren't the nicest. She said things about Nick Cannon that aren't the nicest. So she's just, you know, she's known for being very outspoken. And now she's at a place where, yeah, I think I'm done here. This pandemic, extreme lack of social interaction, no intimacy combined with a constant public ridicule is making my life harder than it's worth. I think I will end my tenure here on earth very soon. 
I'm not begging for attention or asking for sympathy slash empathy. I'm just ready to go. Peacefully, of course. I will document my last times and release a film for you all to finally understand me from my perspective. My soul is tired. I'm ready to go. I mean, look, when it comes to, you know, the topic of, and I don't want this to go in like a topic, or so, but I'm going to try to tie this into like Azalea Banks. When it comes to people that have a lot of social media attention and, you know, mental health slash suicide, it's a very uh, touchy subject because I don't know if she's serious or not. I don't know because I don't know Azalea Banks personally. So I don't know. I don't know how to really take this post, but if she is feeling this way, um, you know, I, I view, I view death a little bit different. If people have made peace with themselves here on this planet, then that's, that's her decision. If that's what she wants to make, that's, that's how I kind of see it. I wouldn't go that far now. Like at the end of the day, like me personally, all black life is precious. Um, that's just how it is at the end of the day. But I just want to know, like, in a perspective as, you know, Black individuals, how do we feel? Like, you know, Damari's saying, is it a right thing or is it a bad thing? Is it really the fact that, you know, she's calling out? Is it like, is this a call for help? Is this a call for attention? We don't really know. But what we really do know is that if this is a call for help or attention, this is just a one time, like this is one of those signs that we got to realize like, yo, we should not just be paying attention to just her right now, but we should be always be paying attention to the signs, the fact that, you know, all black people and mental health issues, really, because maybe she had made signs before, maybe she was dropping hints of music before, or maybe she was doing something before. If she was out here just calling out people's name, usually people who call out other people just doing that bit for clout, to be honest with you. But if if she was really doing something or, or having an issue or breakdowns before, then we should realize like, yo, we should give her more attention. Don't really just say, oh, well, she's not trending anymore. And just, you know, just forget about it. We should always remember like, yo, these are people, these are things that, you know, we don't want to know about. We don't want to see you know, actions like this. Of course, people who are going to say, well, she's going to commit suicide. This is a blatant sign that, yo, if she kill herself one day, that's just on us because we really never took the time out to pay attention to what she was saying. I mean, I just don't want to go off and say, well, you know, this, this is Zayla Banks. I don't really know Zayla Banks. I don't want to ever say, oh, well, about anybody's life, really, oh, well, it doesn't matter or, ah, man, like, I don't care. Well, I, I, I wasn't saying it doesn't matter necessarily, but she's, based on this post, like I said, if she's serious, if I'm taking the post for it's face value reading into what she's saying. She says she's made peace with her life here on this planet. And if that, once again, that's what I'm saying. We kind of view, we're kind of viewing the, the suicidal thing more. I'm viewing it more from a different perspective than just the general. Yeah, I don't want people to go out and kill themselves. But once again, people have the freedom and the right to go out and make the decisions they want to make with their life because it's theirs for a reason. That's what I'm saying. Right. I, I, I see both of your perspectives. And I just, I really wanted to highlight the, the potential difference in almost double standard and bias of how people have treated Azalea Banks versus how they treated Kanye West in terms of mental health. Now, both of them have said outlandish things. I believe that, no, they're equally as confrontational. Maybe Azalea Banks a little bit more. 
um with some of the things and the, some of the people that she's came after, but it's not an excuse to dog her out in her worst times. It's clearly, she's clearly going through a deep, dark moment and it does deserve attention, but I'm seeing people in the comments say that they have no empathy or no sympathy for her. But if it was your fave, if it was Nicki Minaj, you know what I'm saying? If it was like Doja Cat or Kodak, you know what I'm saying? Like people would, and be a young boy people would have more sympathy so is this really is it because she's a black woman or is it attributed to the fact that she does or has been a really confrontational i'm trying to figure out i would i understand where you're coming from with the double like the whole thing about double standards and and which people aren't caring as much simply because a lot of the things that she's probably saying or doing doesn't affect their lives or what they're doing more if Kanye West came out here and said, oh, I'm going to run for president, it does affect people's lives. Because if he's running for president, that means he's taking away votes in a presidential candidate, like in a presidential election. Now, if that's the matter, like people are going after, yo, if you're going to run, run truthfully and honestly. Don't just run on the saying like, oh, well, I'm going to just run. If you're going to run, actually run some shit. If you're not going to do it, don't do some shit. But the fact that he's going iffy, like, oh, well, I'm going to do it. I'm not going to do it. That's the problem I think that's most people are having. With Azela Banks, I'm personally, I don't know anything she's putting out, to be honest with you. I'm not, a, I'm, not, I'm not saying I'm not a fan of her work. I don't know her work. So if she's doing what she's doing, I'm pretty sure it really isn't affecting as many people as, like, if Kanye ever did, did some stuff. Because if Kanye does drop some stuff or does something, that's going to affect like, you know, it's going to affect his, his, his shoe line. It's going to affect, you know, his marriage. And if it affects his marriage, it affects white people. And white people love Kim Kardashian. So it affects everything, you feel me? But if Izzelia Banks, I don't really know what she's associated with, what she's doing, what she got out there. So I'm pretty sure it's just a lot of the times it's like, like, what is she doing? And if she's not really doing anything, then it doesn't matter. That's what a lot of people are thinking. Like, yo, what are you doing? Nothing? All right, don't matter. Yeah, I just want, yeah, I want to gauge your guys' perspective, but at any rate, you know, I'm sending well wishes her way, um, and I just think that it's very important, whether we know somebody or not, to to maintain empathy and love for one another, especially our people, you feel me, because, you know, I feel like we're the most stepped on people, and so we gotta, we gotta look at that, not get so wrapped up in social media, like all that clout. It's not, none of that is worth more than our lives. And so to be able to identify when even some of our close friends are going through something and just be there for them, regardless if they've been through some, some, some mess or not, you know, confrontational or not, mental illness or not, you know what I'm saying? Just being there and um, having an open mind, an open heart. That stuff goes a long way. Yeah, I think you couldn't put it no better. Yeah, well wishes. I'm affirming she gets well. I'm affirming she, you know, like she said, if she's, I'm affirming she finds true peace. However you view true peace, however people view it, because people have their own version of peace they see within themselves. So I won't tell her what true peace is, and I'm not here to do that. I'm just affirming she finds peace within herself and, and peace within her soul. That's, that's all I'm affirming for her.
I so genuinely never want week, you to have sound again. This week, we have Netflix. Our friends net over at Netflix, they have recently added a slew of new black sitcoms. On the list, they have Moesha, The Game, Sister, Sister, Girlfriends, The Parkers, Half and Half, and One on One. Now, I'm, I'm familiar with Moesha. I'm familiar with a lot of these sitcoms. You know, um, this is, I guess, this is a, still a part of Netflix's campaign to highlight Black actors and, and Black, and just Black entertainment overall. They have a whole Black, you know, Lives Matter section on, on Netflix now where it's depicting Black stories. So I just thought this was kind of interesting to, to talk about, you know, whatever you guys' thoughts are on that, Joe, and we'll let you start. I'm going to keep it a band with you. I didn't even watch, like, damn near any of this as a child. Well, I probably did. I just don't remember. Um, don't know what Moesha is. I watched the game. It was pretty funny. Um, sister, sister. Is that the one with the uh, T and Tamara? Yeah. Yeah, I like that one. Girlfriends, don't know. The Parkers, oh, that was a good one. Half and half, I don't know. And one on one. For people who grew up on these shows, congratulations to you. More peace to you. I personally never grew up on these shows. I don't even remember what I used to watch as a kid, to be honest with you. But like, if I did watch any of these, I don't remember them. Um, it doesn't really mean too much, to be honest with you. Like, in my perspective, as one of those people that's like, oh well, like from an outside perspective, it doesn't mean shit. Like, just because you added a couple of shows on Netflix doesn't mean. Well, that's my question for, for the both of you, and I'm going to let Vinay go. Is Netflix pandering to a Black audience is my question. Is this pandering? I'm going to toss it over to Vinay. Of course. it's Of course it's pandering. It's literally target marketing. Like, okay, here's a bunch of shows that a bunch of Black people starred in. It's quote-unquote Afrocentric. Let's market it towards Black people, and then we're going to get our viewership up. Of course it's pandering. But... I mean, for those who do enjoy those sitcoms, I mean, it definitely was an era. It takes me back um, to about middle school. Eat it up. How old are you, bro? You're talking about, like, this, like, most of these shows ended in, like, 2004. The game was the only show that I know could keep going because, like, that bit went off, like, 11 seasons. But how old do you You're forgetting the, the TBS reruns, though. Remember those? Like, where Saved by the Bell, Fresh Prince. Yeah. That you, there were used to be reruns, bro. You never used to watch reruns? Not Saved by the Bell. I mean, Fresh Prince, Fresh yeah, Prince. cool. I never really ran through it like that. I kind of just watched an episode here or there. A the lot Parkers. of these shows, I only knew the Parkers simply because, like, of the professor or whatever they call him. Professor she, Yeah, <laughs> Professor. Like, you know, the outfits, stuff like that, you know, like, they're, you know, that dark-skinned brother that always wore those baggy-ass clothes. That's pretty much it, bro. I don't really, I never really watched reruns of shows like this. I think I just, because I never had them. BET was never just something we watched. I never really cared. Mm. I felt that. Me either. But I know for, like, some of the, uh, I'm not going to call them older individuals, but I'm saying, Old like, heads. Uh, yeah, uh, they're going to like it. They're going to like it. I feel like Netflix knows what they're doing in terms of targeting. It, it's, it's, it's good timing, I'll tell you that. But I think we need some more shows. We need some more shows produced by Black people about some different stuff. 
That's what I'm really. We looking have for. that, but you know what it is? It's because they're not like Netflix and they're not like Hulu. Because remember, um, what's brother name that was offering Nick Cannon like a spot on his network? Did he? Uh, did he yeah, like he's not yeah, the sole. He he's he has a deal with AT and T. He's not the sole owner. I of I know world. what you mean, but like we have like shows like that. We got movies like that. They're just not like. I'm not gonna say like they're bad or anything. They're just not out there like you know everything else was like shit everybody knows about um disney uh no what's that called again avengers what's the end what's games. the first end game no the one before that um uh, uh what with that when they originally showed thanos yeah uh what yeah i can't remember i don't remember but like everybody remembers that movie they remember what was going on in that movie but nobody remembers like there was like four or five different movies that came out that exact same time that didn't blow up like that. Like, Sorry to Bother You was a pretty funny film, but nobody remembers Sorry to Bother You, but they remember the end game, or they remember Every Injuries. So it's like we, it's not like we don't have that. It's just like, it's just not popping like everything else is. And it doesn't get a lot of resources, as well as attention. I do agree. Like, um, got to look at what Master P is doing. That man is really making some stuff shake. Um, the quality... Master P, I think he's a good business mogul to look at as far as um, our community. Uh, I saw he did some things with the uh, UMC, Urban uh, Movie Channel. But, like, you got to pay for that streaming service, and it's just not marketed as well as – I mean, Netflix don't even have commercials. They just – I don't know. It, it's not like a Hulu. They don't have commercials. Hulu makes money because it's, like, the fact, like, the fact, the only reason why they have commercials is because they have it set up as in, like, you can cancel your whole subscription to television. Like, with Comcast, you just get Hulu and then have live television on it. So, like, they have commercials just because it makes them a little extra money because if you're paying, like, $13 a month, no commercials, and you're just paying $13 a month, like, you know, you can have as many people as you want on it. But if you have paying, like, $6 a month, and you just got to sit through doing commercials. And then people would rather pay the $6 and sit through some commercials than to pay $13 and not have any commercials. And that's just where it's like, oh, well, it's cheaper. Yeah. And there are a lot um, of black streaming platforms like out there. But as Vinay said, they're, they're not getting a lot of shine. Um, damn, I wish I could reference some right now. I just I had a few downloaded, but I don't have it here on hand. But... But yeah, I mean, I might, I might, you know, I might uh, link those within this um, this episode when we when we clip it because I, I definitely want y'all to go check those out. But but yeah, for sure. Like, um, I'm just glad we're getting to more of a stage where we're having conversations about you know where we want black-owned platforms to depict black stories and not just necessarily a Netflix or any of these major streaming platforms, but something that can be solely owned by us. So I agree. Yeah, it's and it's not like they're not getting enough attention and it's not because they're not of quality. It's just that a Netflix and a Hulu has been pushed in our faces. You know, the whole term Netflix and chill, like it's been commercialized, like it's been immortalized to the point where it's just easier to go with Netflix. I don't have to look any place else because Netflix already beat like a UMC to the punch. But um, it's it's up to us to kind of do more investment work. And but when I say us, I mean our community to do more in investing into those uh, 
those companies and those platforms, even YouTube channels that just tell black stories or, you know, do anything that is different than just the stereotypical uh, story plot. You get what I'm saying? Like they're out there. We just got to dig a little deeper. Yeah. That's the problem. Nobody wants to dig, bro. Like, like if I'm going to be honest with you, like if, and that's the, that's the whole thing about, you know, everything's so microwave, like fed to you. Like it's so instant. Like if you rather watch, like, would you rather like go out there and do like research to watch a TV show or are you just going to put on the first thing you find on Netflix? And right. because it's just so casual, like it's just so easy. Like nobody wants to go out there and be like, well, remember this show or this show that was produced by these people? Nobody wants to do that. They just want to say, well, all right, bro, throw something on Netflix. Just this background music. And people don't even realize if you have that bit on the background music, you're going to get some people. So that, that's it right there. All you got to do is have some background music. That's pretty much it. When you're greasing some cheeks, if you, you know, if you're over there smoking, if you're doing whatever you want to do, if you got some background music, that's straight. Hey, you couldn't have said it any better. something <laughs> right no because we're gonna have a conversation about if y'all want to try this how about y'all try something next time because i'm trying just, to produce just this. i'm trying to produce it and make it fun because don't make me cuss y'all, don't make me cuss y'all out on camera joe you better t- <laughs> we gonna edit are this you my dad no because i'm getting really upset not dad? only look i'm trying to remember like the act like the first hour of the, my mistake just didn't happen and i'm trying to pick it back up so, Joe, I'm going to toss it to just, you. Give us a good time. Just live in the mistake. Just live with that mistake. <laughs> yeah, it's really thing. not a big deal. It's okay. But just like, Joe, like that's one topic. thing I got to show y'all boys, bro. Like, it's okay to make mistakes, bro. It's cool. We all make mistakes. I quit my job. I got no money. I'm broke. Joe, but you're mentally wealthy, okay? So I know. And that's the thing I want to talk about. All right, let's use and your mental That book. is what I want to talk about. Yeah, go ahead. Give us the next time. Are we investing in ourselves enough? Like, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, yeah, you know, it's an investment. Yes, this, is yes, that. But are we really, as people, young folks, older folks, whoever's listening, whoever's doing whatever, are you really investing into not just like, oh, well, let me invest some time into my side business and not? Are you investing time into yourself? Are you investing to learn about different things about yourself? Are you investing, like during this time period, a lot of people are like, oh, well, like I see eight different types of Twitter. You feel me? You see rich Twitter, you see poor Twitter, you see you see Twitter that's like, you know, oh, well, I did this in, during the break and I did this. And you'd be like, oh, let me try that. And it doesn't work out for you. It's because a lot of people, that's what they do. They follow a trend. Something is trending, it's cool. It's like, yeah, this is cool. But then you realize, that training for you like is it really for you like are you the type of person to go out there and cut grass at six o'clock in the morning no 
are you the type of person to go out there and like draw up a design and put it on some shirts and try to sell it? No. So why are you trying to do something that's not for you? Right, you got to think about what am I good at? And a lot of people don't have that opportunity because like the education system failed us. It gave us that idea like, yo, we have to sit down in this place. You know, people don't realize this. Having assigned seats, having to do paperwork and then bring it back to someone to judge, that's just all setting up to be a drone in the work field. If all you ever knew how to do was draw when you were told to draw, write when you were told to write, do this when you do this and this, then you were never really going to learn anything. You just forced to do the things or your actions are repetitive. Because I know damn well, like, if you sit into any college class, anything, they don't have assigned seats. But what they do have is like you sit in that one seat and that's your whole seat for the whole semester. Why? Because psychologically, like, yo, you know, this is a seat you're comfortable in. And you get yourself too comfortable. So the thing I want to talk about, right, the biggest thing, something, the same thing like, you know, what, what we were talking about last time, but it's a whole, it's, it's kind of a little different. Investments. Are we investing into ourselves enough? And my first question, and I'm going to do this a little differently. Demar, during this break, the only investments can you say right now was that you read a book, you read some books, you read some things up, and you saved some money aside. But can you genuinely tell me, Demar, if you go out there, do you know what kind of woman you like? Do you know exactly what you want to see in a woman more than you want her to do by herself or do what she likes or be about something? Do you want someone to challenge you? Do you want someone to show you something different? Do you want you someone that's going to be like, that you have hard times with? Because a lot of times you see a relationship, you're like, shit, this ain't for me. You get a little struggles, you're like, ah, man, fuck this. Or you teach a woman. Would you sit back and let a woman teach you? Then Vinay, besides working on your music, working, and I don't know if you're in school or not doing school, do you know what's that next step for yourself? Like, are you okay if you just lost, if everything just burnt in a fire? Do you know your next step? I ask two different questions because this is the thing. If you're comfortable asking the same question to someone else, you're not really, you just, you know, regurgitating information that you knew. But I want to see who you really are. Who are you? So what do I want to see in a woman combined with what have I learned during this period? Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, I'll be honest. I'm still figuring out what I want to see in a woman um, because I'm still figuring out what I see in myself. So it's been, it's a journey and it's going to continue to be a journey. But I, I guess more so what I guess I realized not only about myself and during this period and kind of tying into your conversation about, you know, uh, entrepreneurship and not forcing yourself into a field that you're not genuinely passionate about. I mean, uh, the first step for me that's going to kind of help me in my self-discovery sort of journey is really this podcast. And I'm kind of, as we're having this conversation, I'm kind of finding myself through this. So um, it's it, more so what I'm learning is being optimistic, being fearless in my approach to life, because this is my life. I don't know if I, I can't prove that I had another life before this one. And if I did, I have no memory of it. But what I do know, I'm in this life and I physically exist right now. So why not cherish this life? You know what I'm saying? So. So kind of what that's taught me, you know, whether it just be the people I'm surrounded with, the relationships that I seek to have with people is just being fearless, optimistic, understanding, 
and you know constantly digging for the truth each and every day even if it's like uncomfortable you know what i'm saying so that's more so kind of the best way i could kind of answer the way you sort of phrased that question so that would be my answer i don't know go ahead Vinay. i feel that i feel that yeah so if everything were to burn in a fire right now what would be my next steps um my next steps would be to rebuild everything i was already working on right so I can't say that at 20 years old, I have a complete understanding of who I am as a person. Like, I believe that this whole life is about figuring yourself out. And at the end of your life, if you are lucky and blessed enough to make it to the end of your life, old age, you come to terms with everything you've learned and make peace with it and get ready to move on to the next journey. But everything I do is is for my future, right? I live in the future. I used to live in the past, but now I live and I work towards a future that I want to have. I want my kids to have. I want my family to have, which is music. Everything I do is some way related to my dream. So have I made investments? Of course, I've been investing in my brand. I've made investments on my company, my team. Um, I write every day. I mix. I just got a new computer, an interface, a mic. Um, all of that is steps towards a better future and a better life for myself and the individuals around me. So what I'm going to ask you guys this. Do you guys see the common theme of what I asked you both? The common theme is the fact that we're young. And that's the biggest thing about it. We make mistakes. The same thing how Damari forgot to record the first part of this. The same way, shit, I forgot to wear underpants this morning. Same way when they, you know, didn't do her hair one day. That's why she never wants to comb on the camera. It's okay. <laughs> you know, that's just how it is. We all make mistakes and we're young. And the reason why I asked you those specific questions was for you to realize, like, yo, you might be not going to realize this today or tomorrow or the next day or even if whoever's listening to this. I want to ask you guys out there, what is your next step? And if, if you already know your next step, then shit, what do you see yourself? In the next 10 years, where do you see yourself if right now, today, your phone blew up and your hand fell off? What are you going to do then? What are you going to do? Shit, I don't know what I'll do. I'll be handless. Y'all going to start calling me handless Joe from now on. And that's that's cool because we all make mistakes. I should have never bought a damn Android. But I had to because I couldn't afford an iPhone. But the thing I want to let y'all boys know is that in life, it's about growth. It's about understanding. It's about where do you see yourself with or who do you see yourself with or where do you see yourself in your future? What do you plan for yourself? If everything just fell through right now today, how would you build for the next day? You know, you made a great point, Vinay. You'll try to build up. Me, a nigga like me, I'm built different. I'll try to build something different than what I had before. Because if that bitch blew up or that shit blowing down, there's a reason why I burnt down. That bitch was not built right. So we got to build it up again, just a different way. Because you don't build something that's like, oh, well, yeah. But what if your music is like Kanye's cousin, stole your laptop right now, all your shit on it. What you going to do, the same thing? No, you got to make new things. You got to make a different path for yourself. Same way with Damari. If you meet a woman right now or the woman you had before, y'all boys have some problems, y'all boys didn't work right, or the woman you meet, y'all have some problems that don't work right, it's cool. You're not going to find the exact same woman. You'll never do that. You find something different. You see something different. You do different things. Just be. 
this hiatus on Kansas. You know what I want you to do the next time? What I want you to do, like, if you're going to do transitional music, is I want you to put in, like, a snippet of local artists or artists that you think is on the rise. Yeah, that's a good idea. That's a hey, better idea. Hey, Joe, when we have, like, our pre-production conversations, like the one when I called you a few days ago, it would have been nice to throw this in there. So next I time... I didn't know you were going to do this. Hey, we can contribute... Oh, you did... Oh, you know what, Vinay? Go Vinay, to the next topic, please, before I, if, before I cut Joe out. Vinay, please say something. <laughs> say something. I don't know All right. Do. All right. So for the next topic, I want to go ahead and, and dive straight into colorism. Oh, more broadly, I want to talk about the, the outrage that a lot of uh, the Black community has had for a well-known actress named Zoe Saldana. Uh, back in 2016... <laughs> She played, she played uh, Nina Simone. <laughs> Zoe, you're so uncultured. Damari, Damari, put up a picture of her. Because I feel I'm like gonna, if you see her, goodness you'll know. Gracious, Joby. I'm going to keep it a band with you. I don't even know the names of the actors in my favorite movies, bro. Because you're like, uncultured. You're going to have okay to talk about that. this. Hold on, I got, I, got, I got you. Hold up. I'm about to pull up a picture of her right now. I'm about to um, mirror my screen. Ooh. Yeah, that was so fun. You know what this looked like? Yeah, I knew it. Why didn't you say Colombiana? I don't know yes, who that That's was. my favorite. Okay, that's what I, because that's exactly what I was about to say. Colombiana, that's my favorite action movie of all time. You would have said Colombiana, I would have known. Oh, here we, here we go. I finally, it finally got it right here. Zoe Zelda, you see that? Right, her right here, Joe. Yeah, Avatar. Well, not, yeah. I don't know who she was in Avatar. But if you had said Colombiana, I would have known who you were talking about, bro. Yeah, that's her. This one is not, this is above me right here. This one is above me. Do you know who, do you know what uh, Nina Simone looks like, though? Who? Oh, my God, yo. You have <laughs> we a might lot not. to. Y'all I'm going to, like, inform people, like, you know, what y'all talking about. All right, this is Nina Simone. Do you <laughs> see that? That's Nina Simone right there. That's an attractive young woman right there. She's still alive. No, no, she is not alive, Joe. She is deceased. I hit that. All right, so we're gonna see. This is all right. So we're gonna we're gonna. I don't know. Um. So are you being colorist and saying you wouldn't hit that? No, that's you wouldn't not hit what that. I'm saying, Joe. Then what are you Just saying? The fact Jamari? that you're choosing saying you would hit this is a deceased woman. So you wouldn't hit a black woman. So not a deceased gay. black woman. No, no, no. I never said deceased. I said she wouldn't you hit a black woman. Now you're adding this. I've hit a black woman. I, wait, you know what? You've hit a black. <laughs> I got you. 
I got you, Sammy. Oh, so you, so you wouldn't, you wouldn't have sexual intercourse with a black woman. Look, as say, far bro. as as far as Zoe Zaldana and her depiction in the Nina Simone biopic, um, this is a conversation that I had with um, some kids uh, at a college campus, um, and you know their perspective was, hey, they could have gotten someone of a darker hue to play this role. Why did they have? Because to my understanding, they had to spray paint her or like put some sort of bronzer on her skin and like a tanner, sort of do something like with, yeah, a tanner and then do something to no, her nose and then put like an afro on her. And that was just- That's a, all a part a of production much. though. Like, I think that's a part of production. Um, I like, just from looking at that, that Nina Simone, the only actor I would say is anywhere near her is that British um, black actor, which I don't know her name. Like she was really popping just like two like two months ago, bro. Like she's dark skinned. She has like that uh, nice Lupita. Yeah, Lupita, bro. Yeah, that's the only person that I I can see would do who can play her and look similar to be honest with you. That's funny. But, I don't think they look alike at all. Lupita versus uh Nina Simone. I don't think that uh I, I don't know. They're both dark skinned women, but I don't think they look the same. I don't. Yeah, I wouldn't even don't. say they look the same. She's no, that's not who I'm talking about. I'm Luke, not, this that's is, not who are you talking yeah, about? That's. I don't remember the name, bro. Like, um, did they play in that movie where it was like um the black version of uh Bonnie and Clyde? No, 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 not her. Okay. Oh wait, you mean um I know what movie that was with Daniel. What's his name? The dude that's about to play Fred Hampton in the new uh Black Panther. Oh dear. Yeah, we're gonna y'all yeah, wait. We oh, wait for dude. that one. We'll talk about that next week. Cause I you know, I so. never liked Black Panther to be honest with you. That bit was not that bit was not cool. That bit wasn't it wasn't it wasn't good. Black Panther yeah. was damn near just um I, w- I, w- I mean if you're talking about just Black Panther in general, yeah, people like Black Panther. But me personally, Black Panther was rubbish. Like it really just ripped off the entire screenplay of Thor Ragnarok, to be honest with you. If you're really looking at it like that. Like, someone comes, takes their home away, they're related. Come on, bro. That's exactly Thor Ragnarok right there. They got lazy when they wrote that. Oh, yeah, because what him and Loki, right? Like, yeah. yeah, Not even Loki, like, just his sister. Like, yo, that's... But they're black, Joe. It's different. The the (laughs) black actor from Chewing Gum. Y'all remember? Oh, her. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Okay, I guess I, I haven't watched Chewing Gum before, but I know who you're talking about though. I mean she she could have lined up for it, yeah, but like there was another one that looked similar to her that looks pretty like you know that was like that was just blown up on Inst- like Twitter the other day for just being a dark skinned actor. She the could, point though. the point yeah, her I see that. But like yeah. the point is you have a lot of dark skinned actresses and actors out there that can portray our history our historical figures, you feel me? But the problem is you have producers that aren't black and they're the ones making the calls. And I I feel like it was just easier and safer to go with Zoe Saldana and just do all of those altercations to force her to fit um, the affectations of Nina Simone. But it should be a a pretty good indicator that if you have to spray paint someone every, every day on set, Put an afro on her, give her a prosthetic nose. Maybe she isn't the best person for this particular job, right? I, I mean, I don't know. Is the movie considering like I feel like you know it's not just the producers. Got to remember that it's not just the producers. 
it's also the casting directors. It's also the director. It's also like you know, you know they they try different actors out. It's like yo, is this is this even a good fit? Like they probably did try some dark skin actors out, and they realized nah, like her act their acting ability isn't the same or doesn't fit where they're going for. You feel me? Because there are some dark skin actors out there. There are some really good dark skin actors. There's really bad dark skin actors. There's some that really fit the role. There's some that didn't fit the role. You feel me? Right. I'm not going to go off the heads and say, oh, well, you know, I just want to see who was also, you know, like, it, I would really say if I could see who was also, like, you know, where they were going for, or at first I got to see the movie. Second, I got to see, like, who else was, you know. Um, um, considered for the role? Considered, yeah, considered right. for the role. And then I would say, all right, after I see the movie, after I see what's considered, that's when you realize, like, okay, Maybe this actor would be a better fit because there's some actors that fit better in certain situations. Like, if I like, if you put a Will Ferrell, you know, and you try to have someone like Seth Rogen, like you know, they're good actors, but like you gotta realize, like, yo, some of them fit certain roles. Like, you feel me? They could be the same age, but some of them fit certain roles. Like, if I watch a movie with Will Ferrell in it, I know there's gonna be some drinking. If I watch anything with Seth Rogen in it, I know it's gonna be hella pot, and that's just how it is. Some actors just fit certain roles, I would say. Yeah, I get what you're saying, Joe. So it's also, of course, it's not just the producers. I think the whole point is that the whole production team, you know, developing this movie, most for the most part, they were not Black people. And yet these are the same people trying to tell Black stories. And that's the discrepancy that I'm having. We can be mad at Zoe all day. But really, we should be mad at the industry, in my opinion, because why are you steady trying to tell black stories and making profit off of it? And you're not nailing, you're not nailing it. Like, I mean, there was no indication in the, in the boardroom whatsoever that hmm, we got to make all these changes to, the, to Zoe. Like, maybe she shouldn't play Nina Simone. Taking into consideration that maybe some of the actors probably didn't nail it as much as she did. But then how do they know what nailing Nina Simone is? You know what I'm saying? Like they probably don't even have the best perspective of how some Nina Simone would have lived her life to begin with because they don't live our experiences. They're telling that story through their eyes, you know? So then it might never measure up to what we expect it to be. And so that's where I draw back into the conversation of we need our own, we need to be telling our own stories and investing into that. We'll have a conversation. to talk about 
uh, Instagram and their launch of the Reels feature on their app. So this is the first now, time I'm hearing about this. I was viewing this article this week uh, about the new launch and you know Instagram's um, as I said their new their new feature, which is launching in more than fifty countries, including the U.S., the U.K., Japan, Australia, on both iOS and Android devices. It's also stated here that the creator of uh, the the creative director for the uh, for Instagram stated that um, the the resemblance between TikTok and the Reels feature on Instagram, and he pretty much said they're very similar, and you know, but it's it's different. You know, I, he says he sees the similarities, but they are very different. I don't feel like it's copying TikTok. I feel like more it's just, it's 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 copying Vine. If you're really talking about it, if you're really gonna talk about it, it's copying Vine because it's 15 seconds, so it cannot copy a TikTok. I TikTok mean, let's not. Long. Yeah, let's not sit up here and act like. I mean, technically, they're just reinstating what they used to do. Because if I don't know if y'all remember, like back then, like Instagram. Before you can only upload like what 10 seconds of a video. Exactly. That's what I was gonna say. And then, like they they made it longer just to beat out Vine, to make it like eleven, like to make it a minute. And then they implemented the the whole Instagram TV thing where you can make it even longer than a minute, but it won't be considered like Instagram. It's like a whole TV. Like you want something, you can have a ten minute story on there or post, but you don't call it Instagram like an Instagram post, like an Instagram TV post. You feel me? So. Yeah. If you're really going to talk about it, you got to really talk about how it is. Instagram has been killing the digital multimedia age for a while, if you're really talking about it. Because not only is it implementing things, like the only thing now that is implemented that's different than before, and don't even say it's different, because they already had this feature when you're calling about it stories, because you could just add music to your stories and add different filters to it as well. So, and that's something they took an advance from Snapchat because Snapchat doesn't have that capability to just add music, you feel me? They only have the, the, oh, you can have music in the background, or you can have this in the background, or you can add filters. And you don't remember when Insta when Snapchat was first popping off, it was free. And as soon as they tried to charge people for those filters, it was falling down the hill. Facts. Yeah, uh, real quick, I'm just, just to help the Floridists, I'm gonna quickly play this audio from Good Morning America and their take on, um, the TikTok, so I'm gonna play this real quick. Turn now to a new technology that's, uh, you know, who's gonna take on TikTok? Well, Instagram, they are rolling out a rival service and they're calling it Reels because TikTok, as you know, is under fire in the US. And the big question this morning, will Reels steal the popular video sharing apps? Millions of users. TikTok has taken over a favorite for Gen Zers. On average, kids are spending 80 minutes per day using the app. But as TikTok faces an uncertain future after President Trump's threat to ban the app over security reasons, a new competitor is getting in the game on Instagram called Reels. Everyone on TikTok is kind of figuring out what their next moves are. If Reels can successfully launch something similar enough to TikTok, it would be really easy for them to hop over. Miley Cyrus released a teaser of her brand new song, Midnight Sky, exclusively on Reels. So what's the difference between the two? Reels are 15 second videos, while TikToks can be up to 60 seconds. TikTok is its own app, while next time Instagram's 1 billion users open up their app, Reels will be in their Explore page. So will this succeed? 
Facebook, which owns Instagram, is notorious for copying other apps. If there's a popular app out there, Facebook is likely going to clone so, it. So, as you guys have stated within this conversation, as that lady, you know, just reiterated, yeah, you know, Facebook is notorious for taking these features, or at least uh, Instagram via Facebook is notorious for taking and, like I said, monopolizing on certain social media features, and it's all on their platform. So, you know, like I said, just pretty much to put this, put my context, put context to my perspective on it. Once again, there's just going to have to be a large conversation and a large um, discussion between Instagram and its staff about how they're going to monetize for creators. Uh, because like they said, the viewership, they're, they're battling for the viewership, the creative, the creators, they're not only battling to monetize and get the creators to stay on their platform, but they're also battling for the audience, not just in the US, but internationally, because there's a lot of people in Asia making TikToks. There's a lot of people in Australia making TikToks. There's a lot of people in India making TikToks. So this is more of a, this is a large international conversation. TikTok. You said what? India been, had um, banned TikTok like, like two weeks ago. They did? Yeah. Oh, I they, didn't hear they, about that. They banned TikTok. Simply because the same reason why we US are trying to ban TikTok, um, for the fact that it's uh, it's called it's Chinese spyware. I think I think it was either India or China. I think China was trying to ban their own website, simply because it's like you know China doesn't, you know they monitor their internet, they monitor everything, similar to North Korea, where like you can't talk about some things or do some things, and TikTok was one of those things where you can do them, and then you can share it. And the fact that they like you can share it and you know talk about some people and do something, that's the reason why they were trying to ban it. Because like if you can talk about like a, you know, some people in charge. Because over here we have that freedom of speech. People are still like people are like, oh yeah, you're limiting your freedom of speech. Private companies are limiting your freedom of speech, but you still can just go around and just say, hey man, man, fuck this place. If someone punches you in the face, that's because they're challenging your freedom of speech. You still could say it. Like, if I will go around and say, man, fuck white people, the only person going to challenge me is white people. They're going to shoot me because they're challenging my freedom of speech. Yeah, discrimination. Like, discrimination yeah. suit. Right in your mailbox. Right in your mailbox. So, you know, oh, Vinay, go ahead. Yeah. Um, I, I definitely think that Instagram is notorious for copying other features from different apps, and they do it better. My whole thing is I noticed that Instagram has plateaued within the last two years. And I'm wondering how they're going to continue to be that top. I don't know if they're the top uh, between the social media platforms, but I'm wondering if they're gonna be able to stay on the top levels of usage um, these next coming years. Cause I really thought TikTok um, was gonna be that next app to knock Instagram off their spot, you feel me? Um, but with uh, the president trying to ban them, I just, I don't know. We're going to see. I, I think that a lot of people just love TikTok, though. They've fallen in love with TikTok. They see how new, semi-new it is and how easy it is for a lot of people to blow up. And so with Reels, it's kind of just like, ah, oh, man, you're just trying to copy. Like, I don't know if people have gravitated to Reels yet. It is brand new. Like, literally, I think it's a week old um, to the public. So we, we got to just sit and observe. But I feel like TikTok is going to be okay. I really don't foresee the TikTok being banned in the US because like when has the when has the United States ever banned an app right like I might be wrong I'm sure they've banned plenty of apps but it's like 
really, you know, it's going to be kind of concerning for some of these TikTok content creators, as well as the audience members, but the audience will always find a place to be entertained. It's more so up to the content creators to find that next platform, if it isn't TikTok, to kind of, you know, get their money from, if that's what they aspire to do. Yeah. And I just, speaking to your, uh, the active users sort of thing, how many users, you know, are actively uh, consuming these apps. This is an article in uh, the DreamGrow, uh, DreamGrow.com, the top 15 most popular social networks. Uh, this is the monthly active users. I guess this is an average. This is, uh, it's about 2 billion, right? Yeah. 2 billion over two. 2.5 billion. Yeah, 2.5 billion. And once again, face Instagram via Facebook. So take those Instagram numbers and combine them with Facebook. And that's what you got. A social media monopoly. That's why I said what I said. Uh, I would have said social media monopoly. Now, like, you got to remember, like, some of these things are different than, like, anything else. Like, you can't compare LinkedIn to Facebook. Because if I'm looking at your LinkedIn profile, I'm going to look at it and say, all right, this is your skill set. This is things. But if I'm looking at your Facebook, I'm saying, damn, this nigga like to drink Corona beer or, you know, drink Bud Light on the weekend. That's cool. You feel me? Like, you, ca- you can't compare, like, they're categorized as social media, but they're not really social media. Like, like yo, who you know on Google Plus right now? Us. I don't know anybody on Google Plus. Who on Google Plus? You know, who, who is on it? Who uses Google Plus? You don't Plus? have a Gmail? That's not, but that's not Google Plus, though. That's Gmail. Google Plus is a social media like That's Google Mail, sir. Look Email it up, bro. Is Google, bro. Nah, I'm not saying Gmail. I said Google Plus. It's a whole different thing. I need you to explain that. That is literally Google Plus. That's that's Google. That's Google Mail, bro. I just clicked on it. Google Plus is literally you signing into your Google email. Yes, it is the same thing. And you see, Google Plus was a social network owned and operated by Google, launched on June 28, 2011. And it's just simply to share data, like, you know, email. But are you really on it like that? Are you really using it as a social often, media like platform? Often check your email, Joe. I check my email every day. At least how often do things get sent to your email, Joe? All the time. I just Joe. I even read my spam folders. And some emails are even automated, so like there's so automated saying, email. But like that's not that's not social. Can you DM someone through an email? You can send someone. <laughs> you can directly you can send someone an email, but you cannot like see pictures of someone unless they send it to you on an email. So can you compare that to Twitter? Can you compare Twitter's like a Twitter? chat board? You could post pictures and it's like a Twitter's like a, so. No, it wouldn't be the same to answer your question. No, it's not the same. It's not the same thing. I understand where you're coming from, and which is a social media because it's social networking in a sense, but like. And TikTok's not even on there, to be honest with you. And I'm pretty sure TikTok has over a billion people on it. Mm, I don't know about that yet. I don't know. I don't know. Not yet, because it's fairly new, Joe. That's what we're trying to say. Like, So when we're having this conversation about Facebook, that's what I'm saying. What I'm saying, like, they've built, they've, they've, they've built an empire, bro. They've built a digital empire. They've created it. Zuckerberg. <laughs> Zuckerberg, anyway, spearheaded it. Right now, TikTok has... In, in the month of July alone, it had 800 million followers. No, people on TikTok. And if you're going to talk about it, I have a TikTok. Damar has a TikTok. No, I don't. Damari, Damari does have a TikTok. Don't have a TikTok. Follow him at Just Damari. <laughs> just Damari. 
Oh God. Vinay, <laughs> go ahead, please. Uh, it, it is still fairly new. Uh, maybe that maybe that article that you pulled up wasn't that updated. Um, but I'm sure there are a lot of users. I'm just saying, I'm interested to see which app is gonna throw Facebook off. Nothing. Let's just talk about let's just talk about Instagram, for example, because you can't tell me Instagram isn't getting boring to you guys. It's just people uploading pictures. You know, you'll have the Versus uh, series did make it a bit more interesting. But YouTube, to me, for example, will always be interesting because you have different creators always emerging, bringing something new to the table. It's a variety of things you could choose from. Twitter, you'll have people giving their thoughts. You have politics on there. You have instantaneous news, a whole bunch of things going on. I mean, but with Instagram, all I could see them doing is updating their features on their own, but then also taking bits and pieces from apps that they know are popping off and just doing it quote unquote better. Okay, cool. But like, how, how spicy can you continue to be before you're on the decline? That's all I want to know. Like I said, I mean, as far as Facebook and the reason why, cause I don't know if you guys have seen, ever seen the clips of like Mark Zuckerberg and like, where was that? Uh, in, the, in the House of Congress, I believe, where he was being questioned about uh, where he, was he allowing false political advertisement onto Facebook? And he, the nigga started sweating and was like, well, you know, um, you know, we're not, we're, we don't want people to lie. We're not saying it's good to lie or anything. When I, believe, I can't remember um, the name of the lady that was questioning him, but he was being questioned about that. So Speaking on the political tip, I mean, it's it's one big ad service. You know what I'm saying? It's it's one big, that's why Facebook is, pre- like, Facebook is literally the biggest ad service, digital ad service right now, bro. Like, people talk about the billions of dollars they get just to promote ads onto Facebook. Like, you can make money off of that. That's why it's such a conversation when it just comes to them owning Instagram, because that's only an extension of their digital ad power, and they're leveraging it. Which is why we're having the conversation of, hey, are they going to, do they plan to create, uh, pay creators in the future? Or what, is, what system are they going to have in place? What new features are they, because it just doesn't seem like they're going to stop here as far as their features. It seems like there's more features on the way. So I don't, I mean, I don't know. We might see Instagram be the new YouTube potentially. I don't know. 